Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, 613, Monday morning, January 29th, February knocking on the door, highs a day of, I had it in front of me right here, 58 degrees right now. It's a little bit chilly outside, 43 degrees, but it's not raining, it's not foggy, so that's good. Then it warms up tomorrow, highs of 66, 64 on Wednesday, dry, 62 on Thursday, 68 on Friday. Unfortunately, Saturday, first big weekend of parades, a 70% chance for showers, highs of 68, but it's a long way out. Who knows, right? And then Sunday, nice highs of 62. Mike Dettelier joins us now. Super Bowl teams are set. Mike, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk, doing double duty. It's a double header for Mike. He'll be on today from 4 until 8, huh, Mike? Correct, 4 to 8. Is second guessing live from the Silver Slipper on the beach, Hancock County, Mississippi. So you pick before the season who to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, I was lucky. I picked Kansas City and San Francisco. I thought you did. That's why I wanted to bring yep. it up. Yep. Um, and Kansas City, interesting, because throughout the season we heard it's not Kansas City like they used to be. They're not this, they're not that. But at the end, it turns out to be Kansas City. Yeah, where they were better than in years past on defense. This is the best defense that I've seen the Chiefs have in the Mahomes time frame. And they bailed them out time after time. I I do give them credit when their offense really struggled. And yesterday you saw it again. Their defense was outstanding uh, against Baltimore. Uh, they had what you want to call a little sugar rush. In essence, they put pressure on Lamar, but it wasn't an all-out rush. Because if you do, then you open up a lane, and then Lamar takes off running downfield. And so they put just enough pressure to say, okay, if you're going to beat us, beat us throwing it. But you're not going to beat us running with the football. And that's exactly what happened in Mahomes' head. Um He's the Michael Jordan of our era on defense, um, I mean on football. Mm-hmm. When you see his ability in these big games to come up with enough plays, to make enough, to make it happen, uh, Mahomes is he's the MJ of, uh, of football in, in our time frame that we're looking at today. You know, you look at um... – I always like to look at the stats, see what they reflect. Kansas City yesterday, 32 rushes, 39 passes. Baltimore, not so much. 
16 rushes and 37 passes. Hard to win when you're doing that. Yeah, especially the way Baltimore is constructed. Uh, because they really want to run the football. They're the only team in the NFL um, in the 2023 season that ran the football more than they threw it. Not yet. They're, they're the only team mm-hmm. that, that's done it. And yesterday was not a reflection of what, you know, basically they've done all season long. And a lot of it has to do with Kansas City's defense. And, man, they got a lot of good young talent. Mm-hmm. It's it's not old talent. It's young talent on the Kansas City Chiefs team. And i got to have a shout-out to my buddy uh, Brandon Daly, who's the uh, linebacker's coach, and he's the run game defensive coordinator uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. He's come to Louisiana line camp, uh, Pete Jenkins and Kevin Mawai and everybody uh, there that pieces this together. Uh, 19 straight years, he's been to seven Super Bowls. In less than two weeks, he'll play in his eighth. Mm-hmm. I mean, coaching his eighth. He's 5-2 and two because he was the defensive line coach for the New England Patriots. And so he went to a number of them there. And then uh, him and Steve Spagnola are good friends. And so I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I don't think he was too happy when Belichick didn't promote him to defensive coordinator. So he jumps to Kansas City. And just recently he interviewed for the defensive coordinator spot uh, with the New York Giants. But just think in the last 19 years he's coached in the NFL He's going to play in eight, he, a coach in eight Super Bowls. And when he was here, you're talking about Spagnola now, right? Sp- Spagnola was here for one year. And had the worst defense ever in the history of the league. Ever. Yeah. Uh, in the league that year. I, I mean, and it was historically bad. Uh, really, really bad. Uh, but him and Brandon got to know one another. And, and so, uh, man, I just think about uh, – when you coach in eight Super Bowls in 19 years, you coached in the NFL. Uh, what is that in the 40s ratio? Yeah. Uh, man, that that is really impressive. So, uh, but he, he comes every summer and, and spends uh, basically a week in Thibodeau at Nichols State University and and coaching. I've got to know him uh, pretty well throughout that time frame. So, man, the Chiefs defense really played well. And you got to give it to Mahomes. Um, in the biggest moments, he plays big. That's what drives me crazy about Spagnola. Every time I see a sideline shot of him, every time I hear him talk about him, I'm thinking, yeah, but when he was here, it was the worst defense ever in the history of the National Football League. How could that have he, gone so wrong? And he did not connect well with players. Players on that Saints defense, um, and. Uh, they they never gave him a compliment. Put it to you that mm-hmm. way. And so it's just a uh, mismatch, Mike. Just, just it was just not a water? match well uh, with the personnel. And I think he learned from that. Remember, he had been a head coach mm-hmm. uh, with the Rams, and then got fired as a head coach. And uh, Peyton brought him in, but Peyton didn't coach that year. That was the uh, right. the Bounty Gate year that he was brought in, man, it didn't mesh at all with him and players. Hard to believe that you got that 
ratio of going to Super Bowls and then also on your resume one year the worst defense ever in the history of the NFL. <laughs> That's unreal. It is. We'll take a break, pick it up. We come back talking to Mike Detelier about the AFC NFC Conference Championship games and the forthcoming Super Bowl, a rematch of the 49ers and the Chiefs. That goes back to 19, well, 2020, not 19, February 2nd, 2020, LIV. I don't know, I, Roman numerals I never was good at, Mike. I wish I'd put it in English numbers. 620, traffic now, WWL. 625, Tommy Tucker, WWL, 504-260-1870, Oakland Art Jeweler Talk and Text Line. How are you feeling about the Super Bowl? Rematch between Kansas City and San Francisco. My response is ho-hum. Um, let me ask you about this, Mike. Um, Andy Reid, 65 years old. <laughs> this guy, I can only imagine the football mind that he has because when you look at the, the complexity of what he does with different sets and different looks and different motions and how to get Travis Kelsey open and, and not to mention the sheer raw talent, as you're saying, of Patrick Mahomes being the, um, the, the Michael Jordan of, of football Andy Reid knows what he has, and what impresses me so much is he knows how to get the most out of it. Yeah, how he's changed with the times. And it was something, and and doing an interview with Brandon Daly, who I just talked about, uh, he had told me that that's the amazing thing with, with Andy. For his age, to be able to adapt to what's being played and the rules that they have today in the NFL, and also his relationship with players, that he's changed throughout the years. And I think I always believe the most successful people in this world have the ability to change as they get older. You better. For some people, they can't mm-hmm. or refuse to. Mm-hmm. Are you going to live in my world? No, the world doesn't work that nope. way. Uh, you better adjust to the world. Uh, because things do change. And that's what's made, I think, Andy so successful. And the other part is how you see him doesn't change day to day. And if you talk to players and coaches that have worked with uh, Andy, they bring that up that every day is the same guy. So you don't have this mercurial individual that one day he's riding high and the next day he's in the valley. He gives you that consistency from day to day. But I do think the ability to change and at his age to adapt to a new world, a new generation of players coming in, and how the game has changed is really something special to watch. You 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 are watching – one of the greatest to ever do it at the professional level uh, and, and head, as a head coach. And his ability to delegate authority. Uh, sometimes that's difficult, too, uh, for people who get jobs that they're the guy, but everybody there in their position, they're the head coach of that position. You're the head coach of the defensive line, the cornerbacks, the offensive line, the receivers. And he, he's put a, always pieced together a very strong staff around him. He understands what that means. But, man, uh, to look at him, he would look like, you know, like an older uncle of yours. But he always has that ability to connect with young men that are in their 20s 
And, you know, uh, he remembers when he was 20, as he will always say, but it's been a long time. I know people, and you have too, that refuse to um, to change, right, to adapt. Adapt. And right. it's like I, I can sp- I remember two specific people, and I remember telling them, look, nothing, sh- it's not going back the way it was. So one of two things can happen. Either you can adapt or the world's going to keep moving and you're going to be at home watching it move. And they were at home watching it move. And I think that's a lesson, and I'm not trying to get on a, a high horse here or anything, but I think that's a lesson everybody can take with them into the workplace today that if you look at Andy Reid and people that are successful, things change. And I got news for you, they're changing faster than ever, and you better stay up with it if you want to stay competitive. Amen? Amen to that. And that's in every profession. You got it. We'll talk about Michael Thomas when we come back. Some stuff he was going on Twitter about with a fan. And whenever you're responding to somebody on Twitter, it's not going to end happy, I don't think. But talking about um, a bad ball that got him hurt and, and so forth. And we'll talk about the Saints and some more Super Bowl stuff when we come back. we also got to talk about that 49ers and Lions game. Dan Campbell, look, I know he went for it on fourth down, but he was true to who he was and who they were, and I don't think you can fault him for that. Of course, I'm not in Detroit. 6.30 more, we come back. Right now, time for WWL First News. For that, we pause and go to our news director, Dave Cohen. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 6.30 6.44, till 7, Tommy Tucker, WWL, talking to Mike Dettelier, our friend, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. Mike, you know, we talked about it back when training camp started about how quickly the NFL season flies by, and, man, it does, huh? Here we man, are. Man, does it fly. Yeah, let's talk about 49ers in Detroit. I, the people in Detroit, I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I just can only imagine. I had, what, 27, 21-7 at the half? Is that what it was? 24-7. 24-7. Yeah, 24-7, and then losing the game, and Dan Campbell telling the sideline reporter, we got to finish, and they did anything but. It was a tale of two halves, and you can question Dan Campbell uh, decision-making, and uh, some of them yesterday I would have questioned myself. Mm-hmm. But if you've watched the Lions, they've done that all year long. He did not break character. It's what he has done the entire season. If you go back to the Cowboys game, it's a great example of he's just going to continue to go for it. Now, sometimes 
that's not the smartest thing to do. But you know, I think you but, can make a case, Mike, that maybe if he'd have gone for it instead of instead of kicking the field goal, maybe he delivers the kill shot. I don't know, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, again, if you make it, you a genius. If you not, if you don't like, and he's going through it, and he's taking full responsibility for it, uh, then it doesn't. But uh, yesterday, in watching that game for a half. Man, at halftime is, what was I wrong on this game? Yep. Um, well, I thought it would be close. Uh, I thought the 49ers were a better team, but golf was terrific. Everything they did offensively worked. Their offensive line was terrific, and the Lions' defense is okay. It's not great, uh, but I thought they played a fantastic first half of football, and nothing went right for the, uh, for the 49ers, nothing. And then all of a sudden, a couple drop passes and a ball that doings off the head of a defender. Uh, and, you know, a guy makes the catch uh, for the 49ers. And things started to snowball. And all of a sudden, now you caught. Now you really caught in it. And then again, those decisions where you passed up points to go for them, fourth down, come into play. But, again, I go back to it. If you watch Lion, the Lions play all year long, that has been what Dan Campbell has done. And he's, he's been fantastic for them as a leader, uh, a culture changer, a guy that's redefined what you're looking for as a head coach in the NFL today. You talk about a tale of two halves. Look at the end of the game. And I'm not trying to channel Bobby Bear here or anything, but – San Francisco, 33 passes, 31, 31 passes, 33 rushes. Detroit got away from the rush second half, 41 passes, 29 rushing. The other thing, too, is on that third down play near the goal line, why do you run the ball mm-hmm. and you use up a timeout? Yeah. Uh, if I question anything really major, it's that, that particular play. Keep throwing it. I mean, that's what you've been doing at that stage anyway. Oh, at least you'd have had some time left on the clock to give this a shot. But, man, you're going to be able to dissect this film over and over and over again. And what Dan said in the post-game presser I thought was so impressive and and that how much harder it's going to be for them to return. That you think it's going to be easy, but it's going to be much harder. Because you kind of caught people a little off guard this year right. on how good you were. Now, man, you ain't catching anybody off guard. You're going to catch everybody's best punch. Uh, you're going to lose your offensive coordinator, Ben Johnson. Looks as though he's going to be the new head coach of the Washington Commanders. And so that uh, nothing stays the same in the NFL. Mm-hmm. It's constant change. And he sort of read them the riot act about, hey, guys, just get yourself ready. You're going to take some time off, but get yourself ready. It's going to be difficult for us to get back to this moment. And I think he's absolutely correct about having that attitude because for almost as a given, well, they'll be back next year. I never forget Jake DeLome telling me uh, when they played the Patriots and he was with uh, Carolina. And he stayed on the field and watched him celebrate the Patriots because he said, you know what, next year we'll be back here. 
uh, Jake never got back. Mm-hmm. Ne- never got back to that moment. You don't know. So that's why, you know, what Mahomes and Andy Reid and the Chiefs are doing, uh, Tommy, it's remarkable. It is, that, but to see that. Like I said, there'll come a day where they don't have Patrick Mahomes, just like we said, there'll come a day where and they won't have Reeves, Andy. And they won't have Andy. That's exactly right. <laughs> so that, that's the other part of it. Those two guys have worked so seamlessly well. Uh, it, it's, it's been great. So you never know. Enjoy, uh, but, but enjoy the ride. Quickly, enjoy the ride, how, right? Enjoy the ride. Look how quickly it came apart for Belichick. With no Brady. And and here, let's take a break. We'll pick it up when we come back. Mike Detelier, you can follow me follow him at Mike, Mike Detelier. Tweeted today a picture from the Detelier archives. Archie Manning on this date was drafted number one, I think, right? Uh, the 1971 draft. Was it today? Yeah, yeah second overall ago. pick. Uh, that was yesterday, but he was the second overall pick. The three quarterbacks went one, two, three. Plunkett, Manning, Pastorini. And he got an autograph copy of Sports Illustrated with Archie's picture on there. I want to see those archives one day. We're going to talk about Michael Thomas. Promise when we come back here on WWL. Traffic, 8.50, 10 till 1, uh, 6.50, 10 till 7. 6.56, 4 till 7, Super Bowl set, San Francisco, Kansas City. It's, I think, 49ers a one-point favorite. That's just to start a betting line, basically a pick game. We'll see where it goes. Mike Michael Thomas in Twitter with a fan talking about a basically hinting that Derek Carr got him hurt by throwing a bad ball. Is Michael Thomas finished here in New Orleans? Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's doubt, not huh? even a question mm-hmm. uh, at this stage. It, it's it's over with, with him. And not that I can say I know him well, mm-hmm. but I've always felt he was fueled by a quiet anger about him. That, that That's kind of what put the coal in the fire. That that was a quiet anger about him. About what? And uh, I, I, everybody kind of has a nerve to touch mm-hmm. uh, to get them cranked up. And I think for Mike, that that's part of it. It's a quiet anger about that. And it's not his first time that that you know he's lashed out on Twitter about one thing or another. So this shouldn't come as a major surprise to anybody. Uh, that has followed Mike on social media. Uh, he's kind of lashed out a few times already. Uh, he wasn't happy when Sean sort of uh, sided with uh, Chauncey Garner-Johnson when they had a little fight uh, on the field and then it got into the locker room and everything else. He wasn't happy about that, wasn't happy about other things. In the off season. he was one of them that was lobbying for Derek Carr to sign with the Saints. And now all of a sudden, well, he throws nothing's perfect in the NFL or in life. Not all passes are going to be perfect. Not all routes are run perfect. Uh, not every block is perfect. Uh, so, but look, look at yesterday's me. game. Look at look at the 49ers Detroit game yesterday, and even the uh, the Baltimore game about laying out for balls and everything else, right? Yeah. So nothing's perfect, but again, the timing of it is strange. Uh, if you're going to do this once the season's over with, so what? You're not coming back to the Saints. You can say what you want to say. The, okay, you're going to do this on Championship Sunday? Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems sort of odd. Uh, but you can't get into a little bit of a talking fest with fans. Because then, you know, if you got a little bit of discontent, it's going to come out. And that's exactly what happened with Mike Thomas. 
Tell you one thing, uh, I'm just looking at a replay here, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and his cheap shot on Debo Samuel. I, I'm not sorry he's not here anymore, are you? Man, I'd like to have him. I'll be honest with you. I still think he's a damn good player. Mm-hmm. He, now, he does some things that you shake your head about, but he he makes things happen, and he's a ball hawk on defense. Now, does he take a cheap shot here and there? Yeah, okay. But they got a lot of guys like that in this mm-hmm. league that do that. Thank you, Mike. We'll be listening this afternoon. I'm sure you and Bobby have a good time of it talking about this conference championship game, Super Bowl, Michael Thomas, and more. Thank you, Michael. Mike Detelier, WWL NFL analyst, co-host of Sports Talk. He and Bobby will be second-guessing at the Silver Slipper live on the beach. Hancock County, Mississippi starts at 4 o'clock here on WWL. But if you can head out there, join them, man. It's always a lot of fun. We're going to take a break. we come back. We'll talk to Craig Murdoch. He's a criminal defense attorney. Cardell Hayes over the weekend convicted of manslaughter in the shooting of Will Smith. And we'll talk to Mark Rosa, president and CEO of Jefferson Financial Federal Credit Union. Take a look at the week ahead on Wall Street. A lot coming up. Stay with us. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.